we're back. And we have a new name, the Audio Combat Podcast, hosted by us, the dudes in Gorgatron. Uh, this is Cam, Cameron for short. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this is our first official podcast, Bex. Uh, we've done a few here and there, some Instagram live podcast. Uh, we did a YouTube video stream, kind of testing the waters for some different formats. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of bring it all together here soon, but this, uh, we decided to go back to our roots, our less than one year roots in podcasting, and just went with an audio format here. So um, if you're listening to this on our website, why don't you go ahead and open up another tab and check out our merch store because, well, we have stuff for sale and rent to pay. If you don't like what we have on our merch site, on our merch site, you can just go to Indie Merch. They have a handful of designs. Um, if you don't like that, well, then I don't have to fucking tell you. Um, we got coffee coming back soon, so keep an eye out. Um, but I'm not going to continue to bore you with all this bullshit, so... Uh, Carl actually emailed me a brief description here. It's uh, him talking to his buddy, Alex uh, Lehman. Alex owns a candy shop here in the FM area called Terps Candy. Uh, let's see, what else does it say here? Yeah, it, Carl, also in the description, uh, wants me to let you guys know that they took edibles right before recording so so that'll be pretty cool so yeah here is carl talking to his buddy alex about candy uh gorgatron and uh taking edibles or some shit enjoy and we're rolling we're rolling hello this is Carl from Gorgatron, and welcome to the Audio Combat Podcast. Today we have a little different guest. And I don't, I don't mean different in any other way. Besides, he's probably the the first guest I have that's not a musician of some sort. Or I'm not sure. His name is Alex Lehman, and he is co-owner and co-operator of Terps Candy. And you can you can tell people about that right now if you yeah, like. Yeah, uh, hey everybody. Uh, yeah, Terps Candy is a company I and three of my friends started in 2016. Uh, we didn't really launch until 2019. It was an ongoing idea we had, and want to put terpenes in candies and just tell people what terpenes are and bring to light terpenes. They uh, they're pretty incredible things. They're just simple chemicals that are found in fruit vegetable pretty much uh uh all terpenes are uh beneficial to nature in some way um and different ones have different antidepressant and anti-inflammatory effects so we just wanted to explore that and make a good taste in candy and boom we did it so the candy was mostly for a good tasting and simple delivery surface yes so originally, originally the candy was to get you higher because I was reading at high times. And you were listening to Creed. I was never listening to Creed. <laughs> the accusations that I've been listening to Creed are completely false. 
I want this is an exclusive you can have for this podcast. The allegations that I ever listen to Creed are completely false. Um, that's somebody trying to slander my name. Probably a former employee or something. Little, I don't know. There's a couple rumors going around uh, that you listen to Creed in no, your free don't, time. Do not listen to Creed and uh yeah. No, never never have I listened to any form of Christian rock. I actually just found out that that was Christian rock like last year. You've um, never listened to Christian rock? No. Like never ever. Uh like maybe it's been on the radio. But I mean you've never been like, "Oh, I'm going to check out this Christian rock." <laughs> no. Uh, maybe maybe as like a bit in the kitchen to be like, "Hey, Ricky. Dude, check out this Christian <laughs> rock, man. Christian dude. rock, dude." That would be the person to show Christian Rock. What if Ricky got super into Christian Rock? I would ban him from u- using the <laughs> radio, as I did for like a year and a half because he was playing mumble rap. So He really likes mumble rap for some reason. Not not so much anymore. I converted him a little bit. Okay, good. He just still doesn't like rock, but we're getting there. Well, I guess you don't have to like rock, but you cannot like mumble rap. Get out of here. I don't, how do you not like rock? I well, I know I understand that. All I'm saying is that the other day, and I showed you that conversation. Ricky showed me this bi- this group. I forgot what they were called, and I was listening to him while I was working out. And I'm like, Ricky, this sounds like that 10 second ad that you click skip on oh, on you YouTube. Oh, you sent me that too. Uh, like music for like a movie trailer. Uh, I like, can't it's remember like, the name either, but it's not good rap. Like no, but but I, mean, I like I got him into good rap. You got him into good rap too. Like y- you you got yeah. him into uh, uh, run, run the, the jewels, jewels. Yeah. and I got him into Aesop. Yeah, okay, and I'm yeah, slowly see. getting him into other underground or like slightly underground that don't suck. Yeah, right. You know, okay, so that's a um, that's a funny bit right there. For uh, let's ru- let's wind that back up yeah. for a second. Yeah, because. I think everybody listening to this will know like what I mean by like so you're 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 on YouTube and you want to check out something that interests you. Let's say uh, what what interests you? Uh, science. Science. Okay, so you're looking up a science YouTube video. Oh, hey, I want to learn how to do this, and an ad pops up before you watch it, and then what happens? It's a movie trailer, and it's like it's like that rap music, and it's like a quick little montage of someone working towards a goal, and then it's like August twenty eighth. <laughs> That's the kind of rap music that Ricky showed me. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he really liked it because he worked. It. He took a bunch of pre workout. And then he worked out to it, and then he was like, "Oh, this these guys rip." But really, it was just he was jacked up on pre workout. Yeah, exactly. They didn't really rip. Of course, it didn't rip. Did you hear that, Ricky? It doesn't rip. For those of you who don't know, Ricky is a close friend of ours, and if he's never gonna listen to this, so it's awesome. But he's kind of a Ricky. He's kind of a square, like in a weird way. But one of the most uh, respectable human beings. I've ever oh met. yeah, oh yeah, for sure. If you guys have a chance to meet Ricky, do so. But anyways, so Alexander Lehman. It's, yeah, it's good to finally talk to you while the tape is rolling. Yeah, it's good, man. It feels good. So I used to work with you, and you, we still both have jobs, but not at the same place. Yep. Uh, and we became friends, and then we formed a verbal contract and here we are on a podcast um so the reason why i would i was going to bring you on today is because i know that you would probably have an interesting story about hearing gorgatron for the first time 
because uh, I believe it was in a fucking kitchen. It was definitely in the kitchen, and it was like it was like I had worked with you for probably three or four months before I learned that you were in a band. Yes, and then I I was like, oh shit, Carl's in a band. What 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 the fuck? And then I was like, are you on Spotify? And you were like, yeah, yes, we are on Spotify. And so I I played um, nineteen years. The year nineteen Nagasaki. Not nineteen Nagasaki, yeah. And um, oh wait, wait, and here's a clip on the, a clip of that. And we're back. Okay, so that's a that's a bit we do. See, Cam's just gonna put that in on post. Nice. Uh, um, One ninety three. So wait, six. 27 all right i gotta make notes of that now i have to start doing that cool um so that was the first song that i heard and i was a shocked because really really like when you meet somebody and you're like oh you're in a band you sort of kind of expect it to suck right uh like no offense man i think you get what i'm saying but like you just assume like oh it's it's probably gonna suck and uh, it didn't suck, and that was awesome. And then, like, what what's the experience of taking food orders from a kitchen that's playing your song? Is that weird? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Um, I mean, I'm I, I was just a bartender running food, and then I'd come back and hear my song. I mean, because that kind of happens a lot. And I'm and again, I'm not saying. Uh, I'm not saying that like everybody I know listens to my shit, but you know, you, you work somewhere or you know people and I, you know, I'm one of those people that I'm not always telling people I'm in a band. I, you know, I just yeah. go about my shit and then if it comes up, you know, Oh yeah, I, I play in this band. And I think it's, it's that approach to it that makes it more effective. If you know what I mean? Uh, because when you, I'm saying I think you should be enthusiastic, but when you come across as someone who's like plugging something, people automatically get a little iffy. Just yeah, the yeah, whole salesman yeah. Thing. Well, it's it's like a personal thing too. Like once you've been friends for a while, and then or at least like acquaintances, and then you can just be like, yeah, here's this thing I do. Like, yeah, I don't. Right. The, you know, podcasting's different, of course, but like I don't ever announce myself as hi i'm alex lehman i i i'm a part owner of trips candy yeah, like, right exactly you know no I, one, who does that like I, only people that suck I yeah know. yeah yeah i'm just like hey i'm you know generally i'm meeting people at work and i'm like yeah i'm a gross deep fryer cook like what's up i smell like a deep fryer <laughs> i smell like a deep fryer <laughs> Which take that what you will maybe you should start introducing yourself that way hi my name is alex lehman i, I smell, smell like, like a, a deep, deep fryer, fryer. I could do that. I think that'd be a good time. That is a good time. Because people would probably be off put by it, but there would be a chunk of the population who'd be like, Well at least yeah, at least I know that about him and then when they approach you and you reek of fryer oil, <laughs> people would be like, Oh wait, he did warn me and it makes sense because he's a line cook. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, just like before I approach people. Or or like just sell it off as like really like bougie cologne. Yes. Oh, yeah, this is uh, some aged uh, <laughs> hibiscus. This is soybean by uh, by Cisco. I know nothing about cologne or how it's made. <laughs> I so. don't e- well, actually, it's terpenes. Oh, it is? Yeah. Nowadays, okay, it is. Right on. I don't, I don't know anything further than that, but I, I have a friend that has a friend that makes perfume with terpenes. All right. 
A friend who has a friend. Yeah. Totally there's legitimate there's source. Distance. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Uh, so, so you heard Gorgatron it over kitchen speakers at work. Yep. And then you immediately associated that sound with me. Yep. Which is funny because then you actually I was around the days where you started Turf's Candy. Yeah, yeah, like I remember they launched it, yeah. And uh yes, and you gave me a sample and then I started buying some. Uh it has been a while since I've been to discontent. Uh mm-hmm. but because every time Every time Matt goes, he just goes alone, and I keep like, oh, fuck. But uh, I thoroughly enjoy the Terps Candies. Uh, I should say this story on the podcast about Terps Candies. So you started that company, and immediately you were all around the Fargo-Moorhead area and quickly branched out mm-hmm. uh, to other states, and that's fucking great. Yep. Um, but I remember, so one day I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing by and uh, get, some, get some liquor at this liquor store so i did and i saw that you guys were there and i'm like oh hey man i'll take a bag of terps candies as well and i was just buying like a fucking 12 or a beer and then you know a terps candy and this guy he grabs them and he says well just to let you know they're expensive and i said yeah okay i will i will still take the thing that i just asked you to purchase and he like he still hasn't set them down on the counter. <laughs> like he he moves his arm a little <laughs> bit more, and then says, "Well, these are these are like 12, 11, 11 bucks a bag," and I'm like, "Okay, man, I I still I would still like to purchase the thing that I just told you <laughs> that I wanted. Your your reasoning for me not wanting to purchase is not is not working. He like was trying to pull a reverse salesman on me." Like, I don't know if you should buy this dog. <laughs> but I purchased them, and I remember I was on the way to work, and then I told you about the story, and you were like, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, for, on any level. Like, I did sales for a while, too, and that makes no sense whatsoever. Like, like after I, somebody like, has already confirmed that they want something, you're like, well, are you sure? Like, what? and what, what was he trying to do? See, it would make more sense if I had, like, multiple products, and he was like, whoa, 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 hold on. Maybe you want the more fancy one, but I don't. I at that point I had one candy, and it was like, <laughs> what? But okay, so wouldn't it make more sense if he tried to sell me more alcohol than from his liquor store? You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't it make more sense if he said, "Well, but for it that price, see, you can get you know." This, see, like that, you know, there's profits and stuff, but like you and I both know that guy doesn't make diddly squat no. and probably hates his job and just oh, for some weird reason was like hey man this is expensive dude i don't know man could you imagine if like somebody ordered like a manhattan from you and and you were like uh are you sure you don't want like a windsor and water <laughs> <laughs> well okay in this situation i think it would be if i made the drink yeah, and then and then was putting it on the bar. Yeah, and but then before you're like, it made and then you're con- like, hey, yeah, but like, hey, also you, you can know, get a Bud Light, or like if I was like, <laughs> you can you can put cheaper liquor in here if you'd like, <laughs> and then I would throw that product away. And it, see, it's funny because we're trying to ma- we're trying to find a similar situation, and we can't even think of one because it's like not nothing about no, this. No, because like sense. his store already purchased that product from me. 
you know so right so what i and it's like great. i wish i wish they would sell it so that they would buy more yeah and that you know people would buy more and and whatnot but but like they already bought it like at that point that guy's just a bad employee yeah absolutely on on multiple levels i mean even even if he's selling i mean whatever he's selling something <laughs> in the place that he works there should be no reason that once someone has confirmed they want to purchase something that he would try to convince them otherwise. Imagine There's being no a reason. realtor and, and doing that. Oh, like like some family, like, yeah, we're just looking for a place to start a family. You know, a young couple, they're mm-hmm. in their 20s. They're like, you know, our, our, everyone's been telling us to buy a house. And they're like, well, you know, you're a realtor. So you're like, well, b- boy, do I have the house for you. I'm talking <laughs> solid. You're not going to have any problems with this thing, given all the salesman pitch. Like, you know, they have a budget of, like, 100, 135000 and yep. they're looking at, like, a $350,000 house. Like, no, but you're going to want the room, you know, because you guys are, what, planning to have four kids, is it? And then they finally close the deal, and, and the realtor's just like, this place is fucking expensive. Are you sure? <laughs> Cause Are like, you sure you sure you're gonna be able to afford that? I mean, you're you're having four kids. Because like, there's prefab, there's prefab trailers that you know are a lot cheaper. Like this, this realtor works. Maybe you shouldn't commission. have kids. <laughs> this realtor works. You can't works afford the room. You can't. <laughs> I, you know, have you have you budgeted this correctly? Like, oh, it's the anti-salesman. It's the worst. Yeah, this this realtor's about to make enough money to fucking live for a good six months or something. I don't know how realtor numbers work, but she gets this family hooked. Like, yeah, you know what? I think I think we're gonna take the house. You know, I get I get making like nine dollars an hour and hating your job. That's happened to me before, but like under no circumstances should you ever try and fuck your business over because when you do they're just gonna pay you less money absolutely like you should try and be like hey look how look how many terps candies and bottles of liquor and other things i sold this month maybe uh maybe give me a raise maybe give me a raise (sighs) yeah I, you know, it's I simple it. it's simple but like i don't know we've all been to a gas station and somebody is just like it's got to be their last day or their first day or you're never quite yeah, sure i get it i understand that but whatever it's a great story because it is i like it. i like it because it was it was consumer <laughs> it was consumer to uh what would you be provide uh not uh Oh, what was the word for? Well, I'm like the manufacturer. Manufacturer, so consumer manufacturer, quick, quick experience, and boy, it, oh, it was great. I still remember that day and look back. I'm like, that was a fun day because I I remember coming to work and telling you this story. Like, this happened to me. Can you but like, oh, <laughs> people? Yeah, people are crazy. Yeah, I, whatever. Uh, but anyway, so that kind of actually is a good segue for what I wanted to talk about briefly. So you and I have had a lot of conversations, and they range from shit like this and mostly shit like this, just dumb shit, mm-hmm. but also a, a satirical commentary on life, I guess. And, well, we've talked about talking about this on a on the podcast for a while but pretty much 
the reason or what I was going to ask you to explain is 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 our opinions on comedy, I guess. We were talking about this one night where it's a weird concept, but most people that call themselves comedians or most people that consider them funny really don't grasp the comment or, or the concept of comedy really at all yep. most of the time. Yep. And yeah, you're probably one of the the few people that I've had this conversation with that I I, I understand what you're saying. I don't I don't understand uh, how people can like uh, go and do stand up and do uh, like fifteen minute bits about you know themselves and it's basically just the same regurgitated like oh yeah airport food kind of uh or air- airplane food kind of uh comedy right um you know like maybe jerry seinfeld was funny doing that stuff back when it was original right but like that shit ain't funny anymore well and and most of those bits have are just are just watered down versions of other bits yep and and i understand that especially nowadays striving to find things or create things uh I should say that are original and that no one has seen before is incredibly difficult but that doesn't mean you stop doing it no uh, you know no. and that's and that's what I've been trying to tell people uh, because I think if well so you and I have talked about doing stand up comedy a lot mm-hmm. I I I have some conflicts with that and we'll get into that for a sec uh, in a bit uh but yeah, the thing that we were talking about the other night is that so so the concept of comedy, or I guess the the comedy that you and I usually uh, fuck with or mm-hmm. talk about is the things that people are aware about, but they aren't necessarily conscious about. Is that what what I put it? Yeah, it's like mundane stuff uh, that people just you know take for granted, and and really it's just you know, waiting to be poked fun at. It's like, it's like oh, roasting, absolutely. it's like roasting life. Yes. You know, that's our style of comedy. Right. But also it's like, I mean, I don't know the exact words, but it's like, it's definitely, um, what's the word? It's definitely like anti-authoritative, like our style of comedy. It's, 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 against the like in order for something to be funny to me and you it has to be uncommon like it has to be kind of dirty in that way or like normal society would be morbid or or gross would be the words i'm looking for uh yeah or or we shouldn't okay let's not maybe pigeonhole ourselves with like the gross i think more so we like talking about things where normal society probably wouldn't touch that subject yeah. or they you know it's something that uh yeah it would repulse them maybe but not necessarily in a gross out way no no i was just trying to oh right, right, right. Words. yeah okay right yeah okay uh, that makes sense uh and not necessarily morbid either but there, there's another word that i'm trying to find it's it's more um uh you know dark or something like that but I, i'm not quite sure what the word is but but anyway the the concept of it though is that it's like mundane regular day stuff that you do all this all the time right turned on its head that's that's the funniest stuff right and so here's okay so we've talked about this too the reason why this is an effective 
uh, an effective form of comedy in my eyes is because not first of all it's relatable and it's it's something too that or what I I try to do is that it has to be something relatable but also something that if you don't relate to it then you know you just kind of don't get it and mm-hmm. but but on purpose mm-hmm. is what I mean by that so it's like for instance it's like it's like talking about like flossing. Like, like if you're talking, like if you want to, if we made a bit about flossing your teeth, there would be a bunch of people that would be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't floss." What are you guys talking about? Oh, yeah. But but see, but then that's kind of funny because it's just like, well, that's 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 why it's funny. It's like because you know people who floss, and yeah, I don't know, dumb shit like that. Um, what we had a bit, we had a bit the other day. I I I've. I send you bits all the time. Yeah, like yeah. Back you and text forth. me bits all the time. Uh, did you already? Did you already say your car bit? What was the car bit? You uh, you bought a new car, man. Oh, <laughs> I I did not say this car bit, but yeah. Okay, let's get this in there because it's funny. So recently, I okay. So let's back. Let's okay. We need to set this up a little bit. Okay. So I was driving a fucking 2000 Mercury Mountaineer with a, a lot of miles on it, and it wasn't running too well. And then one day it finally died on the side of the interstate. So I needed to get a new car. So I tossed around the options in my head. I thought I could go with an independent buyer. I could go to a dealership. I could, you know, I got a bunch of options. I could go online. Whatever. So... I perused uh, a, a car lot. I went to a dealership. Like, ah, you know, I kind of want a Toyota. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out the Toyota lot. So I walk in and I, you know, talk to a salesman. And I tell him what I need, and he asked me what I wanted in a car. I said I need to fit my bicycle, pr- preferably have a cassette deck, uh, and it has to have four wheel drive. That is all I want in a car. He's like, oh, all right, oh yeah. So let me, uh, let me get some, let me get some cars for you. So he he walks. He's like, yeah, I think we got a car you're gonna like. And he puts me in a fucking 2021 <laughs> Toyota Tacoma. Oh my god, Brett! Like, oh my god, I should have seen it coming, but I thought maybe once and once it would it, whatever. So he's like, well, okay, so we don't, you know, there's a, it's on E. We don't have a lot of gas in it. A lot of people have been test driving these like a lot of people want to buy them and i'm like oh here we go so he's like yeah we could take it out for a test drive but just uh you know just keep it you know maybe around the block i'm like oh all right and so i just kind of make a slow right turn and (laughs) he's he's trying to sell me this car and he's he's looking around and i'm still in the lot i'm like hey these are these are used cars over here right he's like yeah uh, those are used cars. I'm like, yeah. Keep telling me about this car. Like, all right, it's got this many miles. I'm like, hey, what's what's going on with that 2008 <laughs> Chevy Equinox, man? Does that thing have a cassette deck, man? Does that, does that thing have a cassette player in it, man? <laughs> I test drove that vehicle to the used side a lot. It was so awesome. And see, that's 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 real life. Like, you can ask the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I I fucking turned into that used lot. I asked about that stupid Chevy Equinox, but I ended up getting a brand new, off the lot, 2007 Toyota Highlander. 
there can only be one with a cassette player with a cassette player and it and it, it's sick but see that bit right there like <laughs> who oh, who else fantastic who else do you know would be like ah, i'm just going to just going to drive over to the used lot my man <laughs> with this brand new <laughs> the, with this brand, brand new, new car that there's no way expensive I can, ass yeah, car like, I, there's no can. way i can afford this car <laughs> like i am I'm very aware of what you're trying to do, uh, and it's it's not working. <laughs> Way to shoot for the moon, that guy. I mean, he made a sale, but just not the one he wanted. Yeah, well, he didn't say it was too expensive for you to buy it. See, that's true. Okay, yeah, and then we can we can bring that back around. Now, what <laughs> if? I signed on the dotted line. Like, I will purchase Oh, are you sure? And he was like, you know, this is kind of an expensive car. (laughs) Especially for this 2007. I think we're charging you way too much money for (laughs) that. Like, we are are definitely profiting on you right now. Oh, man. That would be so great. But see, there's a bit in itself. Getting it, like, what if some, okay. If I had fuck off money and I didn't have to work ever again, I think I would try that. I would get a job at a car dealership just to be like, all right, so like sell the car. Like, all right, Mr. and Mrs. Jefferson, you're a proud new owner <laughs> of a 2027 Toyota Tacoma. And then they're signing on the line like, are you, are you sure that you're not going to pay this off anytime soon? <laughs> you didn't put anything down. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Like, you uh, you realize that this interest rate is double what we normally charge everybody else. Like, I definitely, I definitely <laughs> we work are, magic. We are screwing you over here, man. A lot. You should maybe reconsider this purchase. Boy, that's, I, see, that's a good bit right I there. I looked at your finances, and you cannot afford this. <laughs> Sign right here. Yeah, so I ran your credit. <laughs> and, but yeah, you guys really need to work on this. This is yeah. I don't think you can afford this, man. Dude, nothing pisses people off more than running their credit. I used to oh, run no. people's credit at that cell phone store. Also, the amount of middle-aged white women that would get mad at me when I had to ask for their uh, social security number. Oh, really? There was this one lady who was like, who was like, well, I don't want to give it to you. Where's your boss? And I'm like, I'm I'm the manager of the store. Like, <laughs> it's only me. And she's like, okay, well, I'll write it down. There's literally nobody else in the store. <laughs> and so she's going to do the least secure thing, which is write it down on a piece of so paper. It's tangible. Like, how dumb. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people are, you know, they're afraid. They're afraid of giving out their social security number. I mean, I get it, man. Do you want your identity stolen? No, but, like, I'm a, I'm working at a cell phone store, like... Yeah, what what interest do you have in anybody else's social security number? Exactly. Also, I'm not gonna steal that lady's identity. Like, I, you know, like. Yeah, I don't want to be her. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to rip her face off and then put it over my face. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to put her in a pit. No. No. I don't want to do that. Why? Starve her to death, so that I can peel the skin off easier. Yeah. For what? For to be. I her? wouldn't want to do that. My life's cool. Your life's pretty cool. Why My would life's you? way better than that lady's yeah. life. What was her name? I don't remember at all. What was her social security number? <laughs> 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 
shit, man. You don't remember it? No. No, I don't I don't remember any of the numbers for anything. So like, you have to admit that if you did remember that social security number be hilarious. I I would look you in the eye and be like, Well, this is why that lady was worried, man. <laughs> Well, I could have rattled off some fake social security number, but I was afraid it'd be too close to mine. <laughs> See, it, yeah, that's funny. You know, it's just fear. Yeah. <laughs> fear is the only thing that stops me. But see, there's the, but see, okay, there's another bit right there. Because if someone, okay, so if someone went up to you and was like, hey, can you make up a fake social security number right now? The first thing you would do would refer to your own to be like, yeah. okay, so there's this many numbers in a social security <laughs> number. <laughs> So you'd be like, the first three, oh, but then I got to change it. And then you, then you realize, you're like, oh, that's just kind of mine, but I changed like two <laughs> yeah, numbers. Just two numbers, oh no. And then the next person that had that social security number will watch that or find out and be like, dude, you can't be giving out my social security number, man. I do, I do remember one person's social security number uh, because it was one number off from mine. Like legitimately oh, the last it? number, and it was because they were born in the same hospital as me. Yeah, three days before me. You have some interesting hospital story about your name, if I do recall. Yeah, that I my doctor named me. Yes, who's like not a family friend or anything. You should you should tell that story actually, or if if you don't want. No, to, no, no, no. To. It's a, it's a good story. So, uh, when I was born, uh, it was cold as fuck, and uh. I, I'm the baby of three kids, so I'm sure I popped right out, you know. <laughs> and right. uh I'm born, I'm fat as fuck. Like I'm a big ass baby. Uh which I is I mean you still are. Which is, you know, accurate to what I am right now. I mean I'm practically Absolutely. a sumo wrestler. Yeah, for but, those of you who don't know, I am talking to an extremely obese man. And I think you can tell by how I was, deep his uh, voice is. I was picked in uh uh, I, I was in Salon Magazine for top 10 uh, best wrecking ball replacements. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's such a bad joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> so bad. Um, it's only bad unless, unless, what, uh, unless that actually got published. Didn't see, that would be awesome. Like, we found these 10 fat dudes. <laughs> That seems like and an article Salon. I've and never read Salon, but I'm I'm sure I that's mean, the type of bullshit that Oh, so anyways, back to back to the fucking Right, story. right, right. So, I'm born, it's cold as fuck. Uh it's it, like for whatever reason my parents were like arguing about naming me. My dad wanted to fucking name me Leviticus. Leviticus Luther Lehman. <laughs> He's not even religious. I don't know what the hell like I but, mean you're then, saying you would hate that name? Yes, my I would hate that Lipidicus. name. Equally to what my mom wanted to name me, which was Harrison Ford Lehman. Oh, man. I don't know. If she, she, I don't think she wanted to name me Harrison Ford. I think she just wanted to name me Harrison. What if... Okay, so what if your name was Harrison Leviticus Lehman? Oh, would that'd you be take awful. That? Dude, you wouldn't take Leviticus? I think, I think that'd be pretty cool. Biblical or not, that'd be sick. My name is Leviticus. So I was I was in the hospital for like two or three days uh, after I was born, and they were arguing over the name. This whole time, I believe my sister just called me Cosmo, just which, like in general. Yeah, which I think would have been the best name, like Cosmo, Cosmo Lehman. Carter Lehman. 
That would be pretty sick. It's my personality. It's perfect. Um, So the doctor was in the room and they were like arguing about what to name me. And he was like, so how do you feel about the name Alexander? And my parents were like, oh, well, we've talked about it, but... And then he was just like, okay, and he wrote that on a piece of paper, and then he looked at my dad and was like, what's your name? And my dad's like, Carter. He wrote that on a piece of paper and then wrote my last name, and he's like, here you go. Get out of here. <laughs> go home. Raise your Alex kid. Alex Carter Lehman. <laughs> Alexander Carter Lehman. I, I guess he named me after Alexander Graham Bell, the doctor did. Oh, okay. But that's a true story. Yeah. Like a doctor named him. Because so, he was tired of my parents arguing. Because he, so he was tired of your parents <laughs> arguing. I think I don't know. I mean, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine it's like day three, and he's like, "Get the fuck." And he's like, "Ah, I am done with this." Get the fuck out of here. So we can dissect that because that's interesting on a couple different levels. Because first of all, it kind of worked. <laughs> yeah, it really works. Like you, you look like an Alex. You seem yep. like an Alex. Yep. Um, except for how obese you are. I am extremely obese, and normally Alexes are skinny and scrawny. Uh, but I am uh, morbidly obese. Uh, yeah. To the point where I need help. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a bow in your couch, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and I, you just got that couch like a year or yeah. two ago. I, I think shit. in order for me to uh, leave my apartment someday, I will need a crane. Uh, so any crane operators, you can uh, send an email to the P.O. box of Gorgatron. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get you set up there. <laughs> Are there any crane operators that need a job? Boy, do I have one for you. Uh, yeah, but that's a that's a good story. Also, okay, the other thing I was going to say about that is that not only did it kind of work um, for better or for worse, but was that like you got to you got to wonder like do they get told that in medical school like hey <laughs> you're going to be delivering a kid and some parents are going to suck so you might have to name their kids. I don't know about back then, but I do know that like now in big hospitals they'll like counsel you to not name your kids certain things. I believe that. Which I is sad that we need to get to that point. Right, exactly. It's it's terribly sad. But you have to at some point. You some some shit that people want to name people or name their kids is like, okay, can we just think about this for a second? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like your your kid is gonna get slaughtered mm-hmm, in school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like I look, I'm not saying that I condone that or that I'm happy about it, but like let's be honest. If you name your kid something dumb, he's he or she is gonna make fun of. Yep. They're gonna get made fun of. Made yep. fun of. Yeah, I don't condone it, but it's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. If your We've name, all been there. And also, not that it's necessarily bad, but if your name rhymes with baloney, for the rest of your life, you will yes. be referred to as your name followed by baloney. By baloney. And uh, it's just like if your name is Hannah, people will say Fofana. It's Exactly. Just Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but just expect it when you name your kid. Think. Yeah. In the future, imagine you're your kid. Put put yourself in that person's name. Yeah. And think about what it's like to be named Crystal Chandelier. Oh, exactly, dude. People are going to call you a stripper. 
Yeah, exactly. And then you may come become one. And I'm not saying strippers are bad. Strippers are no. great. I love strippers. Yeah, ev- yeah, everyone loves strippers. But like, don't predestine somebody to be a stripper. Exactly. Well, and not only that, but but you know what you create? Then you create the the girl instead of saying hi, my name is Crystal. They are the girl that is like, hi, my name is Crystal. Yeah, it's a stripper name, I know, but that's what my parents mm-hmm. named me. Mm-hmm. And that's like the first greed, and we don't need that. No. Like, and that's what I mean. And I'm not talking about, I'm just talking about the the things that people getting those names get. Uh, I mean, I'd also say that most people have a thing with their particular name, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everyone has a, oh, you know, every... Every some people do this when they find out my name. It's really weird that you don't pick your name. Like, and I know there's some weird, like hippy dippy parents who are like, "Yep, his name's Goo." It was his like or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. And that's cool or not? I don't know. I'm not saying anything (laughs) to anybody. But, (laughs) but it's it's one of those weird things that you don't pick. Like we pick how we look, sort of. Like we get to decide whether we have our hair long or short. Right. What color it is. We get to decide whether we wear makeup or not. Right. We get to decide what we wear generally. Mm-hmm. But we don't pick our name. No. And we pick how we present in almost every other way, but it's the first thing that we introduce ourselves. Like, what's your name? Where are you from? Right. Those are the first two things. My name is Theodore. Yep. I'm from North Carolina. That's See, that's now I can tell so much about you. You like books. I, I do. Like wow. Your name's how did, Theodore. How did you know that? I knew. You're probably into Magic the Gathering, too. Your name's Theodore. <laughs> also, you Impressive. go by Teddy. Uh, okay. But only but only, only to people that... To the ladies. Know, if, uh, <laughs> well, you know, some, some dudes can call me Teddy, but it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Hey, you know what? I can tell that story to segue into that story because... I love character bits. Oh well, I I'm mean, gonna keep good. talking to Teddy. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. You Does can... he like basketball? You know, I'm not a huge fan of basketball. It, what is, how does it, what's his opinion on NASA? I'm for it. <laughs> oh, dude, Teddy rules. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's gonna be against the NASA? I don't know. Some asshole, maybe. I want to know. Dude, Teddy fuck was NASA, dude. No, but we can, uh, dude. Let me let me tell this story quick on this podcast. So when we first started working together and being friends and all that bullshit, at one point I remember we were drunk and stoned outside of Side Street after work, and we were talking. I'm like, you know what? I never, I never really know. Like, do, what do you like to be called? Because like some people call you Captain. All your friends seem to call you Captain. Uh, you know, some people call you Alex or Lex or what? What do you want me to? What do you want me to call you? And you're like, oh, I really don't care, man. You can call me. Captain Alex or Lehman, uh, usually only uh, like chicks that I'm with or like my mom calls me Alex. Well, like like my family, I said. My mom actually calls me Al or like Alphonse. Well, right, right. but the other thing was like girls usually call me this girls or my mom. call me Alex. Yeah. My family calls me Al. In school, I was called Alex, but then all my friends once I like grew up were like Lehman. That's just Lehman. So right. then everybody called me Lehman. Right. And then half of my friends were like, no, nah, he's Captain. Right. So it was either Captain or Lehman. Right. But I remember you're like, oh, no, that's fine. You can call me Alex. And my words were, with the information presented to me, I will call you Lehman. But, no, dude, that's cool. You can keep calling me Alex. Well, I was like, dude, with at that the point, information presented <laughs> to me. Because like at that point in my life, I'm going to call you Lehman. At that point in my life, 
I had grown up and I'm like, well, I'm an adult now. People can just call me Alex. It's cool. Yeah. And I started working in a new place and I'm like, well, definitely don't go with Captain. Because you can't be that guy. <laughs> Hi, my name well, is Captain. <laughs> Somebody like walked up to the bar and was like, hey, is Captain working? And Zach's like, no, nah, there's nobody here. Named yeah, Captain. exactly. It was like my second day. And then, and then, like he found out later that like my name was Captain or my nickname's Captain. He's yeah. like, I am not calling this scrawny kid. <laughs> That's back when I was skinny. Now right. I'm morbidly obese. But but back when I was skinny, he's like, I'm not calling this scrawny kid. Right, Captain. Captain. Because I remember too, Zach. Zach went up to me and he was like, so <laughs> there was these kids that came in and asked for Captain. And I later found out that they were talking about Alex. And then Zach was like, and then I was, I wondered to myself, is Alex the leader of his friends? <laughs> I'm definitely the leader of my friends. We're all in a cult. <laughs> the Lehman cult. They, and they come by and they feed me bananas. And that's why I'm so fat. Why bananas? Uh, they're high in potassium. I don't even think they're that high in potassium. I think that's a slanderous... Bana- Listen, I want to address the allegations about bananas being high in potassium. I don't think they're true. We should all Google it. There's a lot of I allegations. I don't have time to do it right now, but... There's a lot of but allegations But you should Google that. it. The li- like, the listener should Google it. Yeah, because I'm not. No, we're too busy. We're we're doing stuff. But... but uh, Well, yeah, for, for the listener, we're actually both on... Uh, on uh, ellipticals right now. Yes. Uh, but upside down. Yes. Uh, just because, you know, the sound quality. So, hey, you know, there's a there's something I'll say right there, though. I, I do not Google shit. So if I want to know something, and this is particular for, like, things from movies that I haven't seen or, like, you know, old movies or, like, old bands, uh-huh. I always ask people. Like, hey, what, you know, like, what song or what, you know, what record is this song off or something like that? And there's so many people that are like, well, just Google it. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to know from a person that has knowledge about it. That's fair. I don't know. I'm just so used to, uh, well, I'm from bumfuck nowhere, so I'm just so used to not having people around me. So I'm like, well, let's look it up on the Internet. I guess. Plus, it's so easy. It's like the easiest way. It's the lazy way out. It's the most American, like, like, oh, man, there's this knowledge that I could go and seek out and find myself or like, like, I could go and figure out how many teaspoons are in a cup <laughs> by just doing it. But nope. But no, I'm going to I'm going to Google it. Do you think people would be better people if they found out on their own? In some circumstances, for sure. So like, if somebody wanted to find out how many teaspoons are in a cup, do you truly believe that they should take something like flour and then check it out? Because like, I can see the argument for that. I think at the end of the day, the internet has caused more harm than good. Even well, though it's like my favorite thing that humanity's ever done. I, I mean, I, absolutely. I definitely think if you weigh the pros and cons, like, yeah. like because the spread of information was just fine before. Like, there's yeah, books, exactly. there's libraries. Like, I... I was around for a while before cell phones were a big thing and before the internet yeah, was like, yeah. you know, like the internet's always been around for as long as I've been alive, but it wasn't really big and, when I was, yeah, exactly. you know, growing up. And now you, yeah, because you and I remember a time when we didn't need the internet. 
No. Like, there was places that the internet didn't exist. No. And, like, in school, the teachers would teach you, like, the internet isn't always going to be there, so you got to use books. And look at that now. You're not always going to have spell check. I w- is there, like, a, a graph we can look at at what percentage of the earth has Wi-Fi access at any given time? I mean, I'm sure if we Googled it, but, like, I don't see. See, I'm not going to do that. But, yeah, but see, who who do we know that would have that information? That But, see, that's what like, I'm... Are you friends with uh, Jeff Bezos or, like, Elon Musk? Or no, but, what, I, but what, if would... you, what if you did have a friend who knew the exact percentage in which the world is covered in Wi-Fi? Don't you think that would be way more fun to learn from someone who knew that? For sure, but they probably learned it by just seeing it on Reddit or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, okay, fair like, enough. Like, maybe okay, I fair saw enough. that yesterday, and I'm like, Carl, check it out. Dude, check it this out. This percentage of the world is covered in Wi-Fi, And bro. then you passed it on as if you knew that information. I mean... Hey, did you know that this percentage of the world has Wi-Fi access at any given time? I mean, like, oh, you didn't know that. Like, I I got so bored bored at work that me and Ricky were looking up the land masses of like different countries versus like Texas and Alaska. That seems like a you and R- Ricky thing, dude. Alaska's big. Alaska is big. It's so big. It's you can fun. fit like three Texases dude, in Alaska. Texases, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I. I know because every time I've seen a map where it shows like the actual relevant size of Alaska to the United States, every time I look at it too, I'm like, why is this like why a thing? Why do you look so small? Why are you so small, Alaska? You well, ain't that small. The other thing is like, also, why do we own this land? <laughs> why does this country have a couple islands out in the I don't understand how that works. We bought it, baby. I guess. It's capitalism. We bought it. It's beautiful. Man. You can just buy land. You can just buy land. That the people that we bought it from didn't even really own it. It's great. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna buy a bunch of land at some point, just to have. In Alaska? Maybe not Alaska, but somewhere I'm gonna have some land, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do whatever I want with it. I mean, that's like the dream. I feel like pretty much all millennials want to just like kind of do the commune thing but not really do the whole like commune thing just do the like i'm gonna move out to some land and permaculture and you know like i'm still gonna have wi-fi <laughs> like that's if, if i could go someplace and have my own orange trees i think oh that'd be so cool i think that would be that's my ultimate goal if i could just go someplace and have fruit like fresh fruit like at all time and vegetables that would be my jam. I would like I would like it. So Carl, I think we we should talk about the most metal thing. What's that? About me uh, in my life, which is Dungeons and Dragons. We should talk about Dungeons and Dragons just for a moment because I just I just want to correlate the metal of Dungeons and Dragons with metal. Okay. Okay. So like uh for one don't orcs just scream metal? I mean, like I would say they're they're a pretty metal thing. Entity, uh, I guess yes. Goblins, yeah, kind of all those things. And, fall you know, dark into the, lords, the heavy metal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, like like I imagine most of my campaigns as Dio videos. Okay, I, I can I can see that. So like uh, 
I just see this large correlation. Also, like, the satanic panic and metal and Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons are all kind of interwoven in this satanic panic thing because people are idiots. Right. And people thought there was fucking cults uh, worshipping Satan uh, just because homeboys were playing card games and listening to Dio. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh, yeah, I'd say those are all pretty heavy metal things. I figured it's just it's a metal podcast. I should say my my two it, things I know. I I don't think we we necessarily advertise ourselves as like a metal podcast. I think we're just metal dudes that. But I don't like calling myself a metal dude. But I guess like I am. I'm a metal dude. You represent as a metal dude. All I, of your yeah. clothes are black. They're all. That's just that's just all the metal bands. They're. Yeah, there's a heavy metal uh, band on my you, shirt. You want Bewitcher. a cassette Fuck player yeah. because you have a bunch of metal cassettes. I just ordered more <laughs> cassettes <laughs> it's, today. This podcast was recorded in 2021. Yes, and I ordered two more cassettes today. They were Angerot cassettes. Shout out to Angerot. Shout out band to fucking rips. Shout out to any current band making cassettes, Absolutely. or vinyl, or eight tracks, or uh, I know there's comedians that release stuff on cassettes. Shout out to all y'all. Yeah, thanks for keeping it real. Yep. Also, if there's anybody that makes anything on like hollow disc, you're way more cool than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like to the one guy that's playing around with a theremin. And, like, oh yeah. Hollow disc. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know why, but there's something about physical media that I mean, I will always like. But also, I kind of like bringing it back because I think it keeps me humble. Like the fact that I change cassettes in my car to listen to, I think it keeps me a little grounded. If you uh, know what I mean, you know, like a bit of traditionalism uh, isn't a bad thing. Not that like cassettes are that traditional or anything, but like, no, no, I understand what you're saying though. But, but like, yeah, also I think, um, sometimes nostalgia, uh, and things from our past are comforting. And, uh, so like, I think, I think that like when we think about listening to cassettes, we might think about being a little bit younger and, uh, kind of being fond of that time too. Like, I definitely feel that way with records. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you know what that probably makes sense. Not that I was alive in the seventies, but when I was a kid, I listened to records, and then right, you know, now I do it, and I'm like, oh. Surprisingly, I think cassettes are the only form of media that I would probably I do that with, if that makes sense. I mean, I have some DVDs, but okay, for instance, I like you know a lot of people still like buy vhs's and yeah. shit i like i don't have that at all no, i have like I don't, I don't either and i used to have a bunch of vhs's and i like watched them and rewound them and watched them all the time but like nowadays i'm like yeah i'm done with that but for some reason cassettes are just fun i don't know i, I don't know why like i would never have vhs's laying around or like video or videotapes or whatever the fuck just like a collection of them that i'm like why why would i do it like having a dvd collection no matter how big it is, is fucking annoying, kind of. I mean, I I do kind of the the VHS equivalent with video games, but that's about it. Like, yes, I always look at your stack of awesome old video games. But but some I, of which I gave to you. I uh, yeah yeah the the PSP stuff. I uh, you know I nostalgia on some of that older video games, and they they recently uh, remade uh, 
some of me and Carl's favorite video games, uh, Age of Empires. So I played yes. those too, and nostalgia on, on yeah, that I just, shit. I just got back in the PC gaming. Hit me up on Steam, everybody. I will take you on. He probably will. He'll probably kick your ass. Don't uh, don't fuck with the Incas. Also, Hitman Three just dropped a week or two ago, and boy, does that is that game rad. Is it is that the game where you like go around and give everybody flowers and you yes you hit you're like you hit on people and you're like you give them chocolates and you like you're yep. like hey want to go to the mall and I'll buy you parfaits like you're like sometimes a you hit cook, man yeah you cook dinner for people yeah you just like hit on them you're like girl you so fine you could be a court fee <laughs> it's a game where you put on your best clothes to go out and try and find women in the bars or a restaurant walking around <laughs> sometimes going into their homes yeah. what a what a great video game i would play that yes I would play just that. sneaking around <laughs> fucking pervert simulator is what that is dude <laughs> okay so the fucked up thing is that obviously that but the fucked up thing is is that if it did get made a bunch of people would play it. Yeah. But not only because yeah. of like not only because like they wanna be like, Oh, I'm gonna check it out. But just like for the sake of video games alone, like who would not check that out? Just be like, I wanna see how they made this game. And if they actually made like a really solid stealth game, but then it's like you're just trying to get people like it would be fucked up, but at the same time that would be such like crazy level of art if someone just made that a video game where like you just had binoculars and, shit, and you record how effectively you were perp that's so fucked up but at the same time as a video game there's person, so many more video game concepts that are so much better i know concept. Like, exactly like I, I feel bad even talking about it because like i have all these ideas about half decent video games and i'm like oh that one sucks i know <laughs> but but thinking about like someone who would take the time to like have the score in that shit would be so fucked up but at the same time like how do i say this like if someone made a movie about this plot i think that would be a fucking interesting watch you know what i'm saying yes like it's one of those things um like there'd be like the movie everybody would check out that listen that would i guarantee within the next 10 years that will be a vr game (laughs) and i guarantee people check it out and i'll probably be one of the first like what if it was super like it was super dark comedy is where like you had to avoid the cops and like it was like comedic and dark like (laughs) god damn it mr johnson get the fuck out of here you know shit like that it's like Simpsons hidden run, but oh, like yeah. Simpsons peek and sneak. <laughs> Something <laughs> stupid like that. What what are some of the video game concepts you've thought of recently? Uh I think it'd be really cool if there was a game that had like maybe Dark Souls style combat and it was set in a city, kind of uh maybe like GTA style, and okay. there was AI uh that was sent out to kill you okay and and the ai progressively got better and better and better and then finally the last ai is like hunting you down and like has has learned how your play style and and basically is like 
ultra difficulty and will kick your ass over and over and over again. Like, I think that'd be a nice, simple, cool little game. Um, I can't think of really uh, any others at the top of my head. But do you, So, do you think it would be uh, be like a roguelike game? Like, the more you die? Or, or, or are you uh, saying, like... Like, you, you start and then you see how far you can get before it kills you or try to kill it? No, I imagine it more like a, um, like, there's this city and you're doing all these goals and you're slowly, like, upgrading, but the whole time you're doing these goals and saving all these people or whatever, you're also being, like, hunted down by some, like, low-level AI that will just pop up at inconvenient moments. But then okay. as you progress through the game... Like, in the later levels, uh, like, the AI would be super fierce and, like, learn your habits and shit. And so, like, it's kind of like an RPG in the sense that there'd be, like, level up growth and skills that you could unlock and shit. And then depending on what skills you unlock, that's what the end game AI will, like, be better at defending against and better at countering and... Yeah. Right. That. Oh man, that would be a really intense game. It would be really scary. Like I, or it would yeah. scare me. Yeah. I I imagine that you could do some really cool. Like uh, I I know the scariest uh, video games to me are always like the Resident Evil hallways. Oh and yeah. The, like Fallout tunnels and stuff. So you could do like subway tunnels, and then just have tons of like really like tight alleyways and shit. Yeah. Shit can run at you and come out of the dark and scare the fuck out of you. I think the concept too of just not knowing when that could happen mm-hmm. in this game is that's that's pretty cool. You could even make some of the difficulties uh you could have a terminator tie in. Like the ultra difficulty is gonna be the terminator coming after you. Dude, like that's I didn't realize it until you said it, but it basically is like kinda terminator. But that game doesn't exist. Where like no, it's it just, it's one v one, and it's like, all right, at some point a Terminator's coming for you. Yeah, like the hardest difficulty is Terminator, and the second hardest difficulty is Predator. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Wait, who wins Predator versus Terminator, and which Terminator? I don't know enough of the minute details about either franchise to tell you that because I don't. Oh, uh, Because I don't know the, like, strength of the Terminator materials, that, you know, and the Predator materials, or materials of their weapons and yeah, armor chassis yeah. and shit. Just from the looks of it, it looks like RoboCop would kick both of their asses. I don't know if RoboCop would kick Terminator's ass, or a Terminator, a T-800. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know, though. See, I don't know enough don't about know either. RoboCop either. I don't know either. I figured you knew enough about Terminator that you might know, but but I definitely don't know enough about Predator. See, that's what I'm saying. I could probably, if it was like human versus Terminator, I could probably be somewhat accurate. Yep. But that's mostly just based on the move. I guess I have done a lot of research on the, is it minutia? The minutia of like yeah, the Terminator. Yeah, the, the minutia of the, of the terminating of people. But anyway, this vi- the the video game concept that you laid for though that yep. would be it would be a great game. Yeah, I see. Especially I, the AI, like the difficulty being like how fast the AI could learn and adapt. 
I really like the concept of games not having a selective difficulty. Because, like, um, there's this, like, concept of, like, not real difficulty. Like, uh, there's different, there's different, uh, video games that do stuff that aren't really actually difficult. They just kind of block you out of progression or whatever. Like, any type of, uh... Any type of, like, Pokemon game that's like, oh, you can't get, go past this point unless you have uh, this particular HM to cut this tree. Mm-hmm. That's, like, fake difficulty, right? Okay. Whereas, like, real difficulty is, like, this boss beats most people a hundred times before they beat it because he shoots you so much. <laughs> and he does so much damage. And people aren't good at rolling out of the way. Like, that's real difficulty. So I like the concept of not having like a difficulty selector. Right. And I like the concept of like having a real difficulty. Like this city is unlocked. You can go do any mission you want. Sure, there's upgrades and stuff for progression just so it doesn't feel like uh, you're a badass right away. Right. And then you become less strong. Right. Because that's how it would feel if these things came after you. But instead it feels like you you get stronger, you get stronger, you get to this middle point where you kind of feel like you're a badass and things are too easy, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the big guns come in. Yeah. And uh, then you feel like a small little fry again because things are hard again. And I, I like the idea of video games that play around with difficulty in that way rather than um, let you select a difficulty. And hey, I get it. You know, some games are you know blockbuster like everybody's gonna buy them and so they got to do stuff like that because like people work 80 hours a week and, right you know they just want to wind down and shit but like hardcore gamers like me i want to like experience like that where right. where it's like a difficult challenge yeah i understand that and uh you know sometimes that shit's frustrating but that it also makes it that much more satisfying oh absolutely you know and then in the in the long run being a good experience for sure don't get me wrong i love me my minecraft and stardew valley but but sometimes you want a game like that sometimes i want my ass kicked so that i can remember uh that i can like overcome button mashing with more button mashing right absolutely it's like you know kicking somebody's ass at street fighter which you have done yes to me uh, so many times, I'm pretty sure it's a war crime. <laughs> hey, open challenge. I will take anybody on in Street Fighter 2. Uh, come to Pixeled and play me in Dig Dug. I will end anybody. Uh, I am I'm a Dig Dug fiend. I believe that. Uh, I, I, I beat Charlie in Dig Dug. Fuck Charlie. I made him cry. I've seen that man cry. He was like, Jesus Christ, what's the point in living if I can't play if you can't Dig Dug? Win in Dig Dug. You know, he has a point though. If you can't perform decently at that game, you know, what are you doing? You know, if I had just like unlimited fuck you money, I would buy a Dig Dug machine. And I would buy like eight of them and I would send them to all my friends. Like I'd send you a Dig Dug machine. And it would have a note that would be like, yeah, I could have paid your rent or like paid some debts for you. But instead, well, I, got you a I got you this Dig Dug machine so that when I come over, I can exert my dominance over you. 
So obviously some people would be like, oh, wow, a, a dig dug machine. <laughs> Part of me, I would be like, why the fuck did you ship this dig dug machine to my house? I have no, Where am I going to put this thing? See, I think like everybody would be angry about it. I mean, I, it would be one of those things that like if it was at my house, it would be like, well... I guess we have a stand-up dig dug machine now. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, because oh I no, dig. dude, I would buy the table. Oh, the table. Yeah, it oh, takes up I, more okay. space, I would, and it's better. Actually, I would, I'd fuck with the dig dug table. Do you think you can mod those things to play like other? You could probably put a retro pie in it and just play like all the games, and it'd be rad. Actually, you just have to mod it so it'd be a two-player game that flips. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Like I, I think retro pie might run that. You can get a Raspberry Pi and get this thing called Retro Pi, and you can just like play a bunch of old uh, video games off of ROMs. Oh, and, really? And so you can make your own arcade cabinet for super, super cheap. Oh, I think I've seen people that do that. People literally like will make the cabinets out of Legos. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's super cool. But so they could do that with a table, though. So two, like the two players across from each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I, I know for sure you can do it with a cabinet. Um, and I'm sure you could get the ROM that the cabinet or that the table runs to flip because, because there was yeah. like the Miss Pac-Man one and there was a Dig Dug one and I'm sure there was like an Asteroid one and others. And so I'm sure you can get the ROMs that were meant for those tables. Yeah, I think you can. Um, if not, you can learn to code. Anything's possible. You just Stick have to, to do goals. it. Believe you in know. yourself. I get it. yourself, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not going to construct a working table that plays Dig Dug for my house. No, because I'm going to get super rich and then uh, send you one and it have a note on it and say, uh, sorry that I didn't pay your rent or your... Or do anything. Or, or do anything useful yeah, for you. payment. Uh, but I got this for you, so next like, time I come over... Like, I was in jail when you sent that to my house. <laughs> and you were like, hey, man, you, you I know like, times are tough, but... You just, like, get out of the hospital with a bunch of medical bills, and it's like... <laughs> and at home is a fucking <laughs> dig-dug machine waiting for me. Dude, you know, though, I would laugh about that and be... Like, it would be awesome, like, if you're like, hey, bro, I heard you were in the hospital, and I was super worried about you, so here, I did You know, it just felt right. <laughs> He's a dig dug uh, machine. Dude, grifting your friends is the only way to grift. That's that's definitely what you do. You just gotta grift your friends. Grift? Yeah, yeah, like scam, like s- small time scam, like like. Is this a, is this a? Did it, you just think about the grift? No, that's a legitimate word. Really? I did not coin it. No, no, it's a it's a very used word. I'm surprised you haven't heard it. Grifting? Grifting. I've never heard that. Yeah, grifting, like like to small time scam someone or to to pettily scam maybe. I don't know. I I don't know what the actual definition is, but that's what it is in my head. It's like it's like to scam somebody, but like you could refer to like like anybody as a grifter. Like you could refer to like um like what's a what's a what's one of those products they sell on TV that you think's probably a scam. Um products on oh okay just make one up no 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 so i saw one the other day (laughs) okay and it's called the cool turtle and so what it is wait is this real this is real okay so it is uh like a little i'm already like this is stupid because the name oh dude (laughs) okay i I don't know if it's actually the name but 
So it's this little plastic ring that's supposed to go around your mask, and it has a little vent on it, like a screen, uh-huh. and it supposedly prevents like the fogging or like how be- or how easily it is to breathe, and like <sighs> you don't get that ring on your face or some shit. How much does this thing cost? I'm pretty sure it's like twenty bucks. Yeah, so it's a piece of plastic. Yeah, that you could probably make for like twelve bucks. Oh yeah, like. Like and that's if you don't have the tools, right? If you have all the tools, which is like a scissor and an exacto knife, you can, you, you yeah. can probably spend two bucks to make this thing. But <laughs> go to an Ace Hardware or a Lowell's, and you could make this thing. So, anyways, that's a grift. So, he, but here's it's like the th- a small time scam. It's like bo- it's like selling snake oil. It's a grift. So here's the thing about that product, though, Lehman, is that I, they sell it as so your face doesn't get like hot in your mask uh but it's kind of ingenious because you know there's people that are like holy shit i have to have that because oh my god my life is so terrible now that i have to wear a mask everywhere so people spend money on it whereas most people normal people are just like i you know i just put a mask on and this is just something that i do this is just something that i do now done i don't it's not that big a deal honestly have you gone into a bank with a mask it's kind of rad yeah it's funny um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I like, I always remember or like shit, but like, usually if there's, it's mask required, I, I'll be like, yeah, I have no problem with that. Here is one right here. I will put this on and still conduct my business because I like my life where I can still go about my day. And it's like, if that's what's holding me back from going about my day, I will do so. I, I, I don't think anybody needs to see my face. For any reason no absolutely uh you know i i i hate the fact that there's like facial recognition cameras everywhere and shit and like you can you can put different patterns on stuff and block that stuff out and stuff i mean mm-hmm. like we would you know if you want to wear a mask wear a mask like uh, in 10 years from now when this whole thing's over wear a mask to the bank keep it up so that you can do it <laughs> keep it up why not bring it back they dude, do it and they do it in japan they dude, do that's it in gonna china be, dude that's gonna be the thing i'm okay i'm gonna call it right now is that when that shit gets reversed and like however in the future people are gonna try and bring it back like fashion is gonna try and bring that back dog like, hey, you know what we need oh, to do? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's going to do that thing. and it, We're probably both going to be dead by the time this happens. But, like, it'll it'll be like, hey, we should bring that back. Enough time would have passed. So it'll it'll come back in, like, a weird hip kind of way. You know what I'm saying? We man. Back, dog. Man, like, like in Asia, they've, they've been wearing masks this whole time. Like... Like, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, if you have a head cold and you're sick, but you're, like, you can work. And, you know, we all go to work when we're sick because we all make way too little money, so we need to go to work. Right. I understand that. And we're all not pieces of shit. No. You know, I'm not naming any names or calling anybody out, but, like, don't play hooky, motherfuckers. (laughs) Anyway, uh, like... The the whole thing. I f- I completely forgot what I was saying. It's okay. I think uh, I think we should probably wrap this up. Uh, so this was a small fraction 
of the conversations and ideas that have come across between these two human beings. It'll happen again. Alex Lehman, Terps Candy, is there anything else you want to promote right now? Uh, TerpsCandy.net. Uh, you can check out my album. I'm dropping that next year. It's called uh, Nipple Time. Nipple Time. Yep. Next a, year. Yep. Where does this fall uh, chronologically in your record? Uh Discography. Uh, this, this is my uh this is my sixth album, uh, but it's my first ska album. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh it's Weird all approach. It's all ska, but I made all of the instruments out of Legos. Okay. So look for that. Mm-hmm. Nipple time. Nipple time. Coming. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two 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 three two one two three six two five two. Three, two, cute. Nipple time. 2022 coming in hot. Well, that's pretty neat. You know, it's pretty neat also is uh, we did a three song set via Metal Injections Slay at Home series, as well as a cover myself. Billy from Frosthelm Fell and Vindicator. Coop from Orpheus and Carnographer. And Stefan from Toxic Ruin. The four of us got together and did a killer Megadeth cover of the song Five Magics. So, you should go watch that and share it. And you should also share this podcast. And you should also go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>